0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Hard Rock Lunchbox and, of course, the Top 20. With any luck at all, we are indeed transmitting today. Yes, it looks like we are indeed transmitting. I feel like that alone is its own victory. So, good night, everybody, and we'll just call it a day from there. Uh, No, seriously, we don't need to do that. Uh, We are here the very last day of November of 2023, which, honestly, if you had asked me 10 years ago if I thought we'd get to probably would have said no it is november 30th 2023 it's finally come up from the 20s in <laughs> the 20 degree mark outside which i think is a huge get for everybody i uh oh man i am so tired i <laughs> i know i know i feel like i start in most shows with that but man i i really am i I was in that thing uh, this morning where my alarm went off, and I was like, I'm just going to not do this, and I set another alarm to go off a little bit later. And I don't generally do that because there's... Okay, so I guess... So uh, So people that wake up with alarms may or may not even know this. I, I don't know. Um, but there are there are actual natural rhythms to your sleepy and wakey times and stuff like that, and your body knows how to wake up. If you try and wake up, any parent knows this, if you wake up, like so it's like this, right? Like it's kind of a wave. So if you, you, your body wants to wake up here at the top of this wave, like your most wake time, not woke, that's something else, your most wake time right here is when your body is like ready to wake up. Like those are the mornings when you wake up and you wake up like you're in one of those commercials, like you just slept really well because... Either your diarrhea went away or you got a new mattress or your period's over or whatever. You know the commercials I'm talking about? It's usually like some, you know, 30-something woman who just wakes up with a smile on her face and a white sheet. That that's right here. The other one that looks like, why why didn't you take Nyquil? That's when you wake up like down here. And when you wake up down here, your body is flooded with sleep chemicals. And It takes a little bit for your body to get rid of those. And so when you wake up here, this is the two in the morning feeding when you wake up out of a dead sleep to feed a child. That. That and when you're just like, I don't mean you walk into the hallway and it's like, why? I can't. I can't do anything. Where am I? Who am I? You know, that kind of thing when you're in that sort of place. So generally speaking, when I wake up, I, I don't usually wake up to my alarms. I have them so I get up for work because I'm a functioning member of society, unlike any member of Congress. Uh, but I, I have them, but I generally wake up before my alarms. And the reason that is is because I've learned how to kind of just ride this wave, right? So so uh, as a general rule, if I wake up at all within, a, within 25 minutes or so of my alarm, I'll just get up, even if it's too early, which sucks because I'm... I'm often underslept because of it, but today I was like, I am. I was. I was woke up here to my alarm, and I'm like, I'm gonna try and go back to sleep, and maybe come up to about here. And I think I did that, but not all the way. I mean, I got like maybe a little bit better because I set it to get up a little bit later. And I woke up and I was like, wow, I feel just as bad as I did earlier, and now I'm just later. <laughs> so. I've been fighting uh, El Grago, as the Spanish refer to it uh that's probably not true and probably racially insensitive uh so i'm sorry like i'd like to take this opportunity to apologize on behalf of everybody here at the hard rock lunchbox for our cultural insensitivities uh but uh yeah so i've just been fighting the grogs all day and uh just trying to shake it off like spider webs and stuff so i apologize uh if this is less coherent than normal but honestly, on a scale of like less coherent to mo- co- more coherent, uh, I don't, I don't know that anybody would know the difference here. And I think that's uh, as I said, it's been super cold out the past couple days. It looks like it's going to be a little bit warmer today, which is nice. I mean. I don't know if anybody really wants the weather forecast, but we're looking about like 45 degrees here in uh, northern Suffolk County on Long Island, uh, and that's better than the 31 degrees it's been in the past couple days. And it was funny. I um I've been waiting to walk like a little bit later in the day to give the sun a chance to actually do its thing. Uh, so I went out. I went for a walk on Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, something, 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 something. Uh, Today is Thursday, so yesterday I did the... the I'm going to say it was Tuesday. Super cold, and um, I went out and I walked to the park or through the park that's over by my house, and I was very cold. <laughs> like I had not, I had not dressed appropriately. Much like my mother told me uh, many, many moons ago, I did not dress appropriately for the weather. I did have layers on though. I have, I have invested in, and this is funny. If you can picture it I've invested in like sweat pants Like a sweat outfit Not like complete Sopranos leisure wear Like I'm not in a track suit But like I Okay <laughs> Does anybody want my evolution of sweat pa- Actually no You know what we should do first Let's just do some housekeeping really quick Um, So, yeah, last week was the uh, Boxgiving 2023 special. I thought it went off without a hitch, except for the part where I wasn't transmitting for most of it. But I feel like everybody got the gist of it. I've decided that I'm going to kind of rework how things are are on that list. I just haven't decided the algorithm I'm going to use. If everybody else can use algorithms to screw everybody else over, I might as well use them, too. I could use AI. Uh, but as I said in in, uh, in band practice the other night, like I'm not worried about artificial intelligence because that's going to be a step up from what I've gotten there. What I need is any intelligence whatsoever. <laughs> that's the AI I'm looking for at rehearsal. But so I'm going to come up with an algorithm to kind of make things make more sense. I remember like as I was thinking this, I remember thinking. I've thought this thought before. Like, you know when you have, like, deja vu, like, in a place? Like, I've been here before. This was, like, thought deja vu. And I was like, I have definitely thought this before. So I think, and, and you guys can weigh in on the chat if you want. Um, I, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start waiting uh, the, the place, like, by year. Um, to, to come up with a number I think that's probably a good idea and maybe something I played 11 12 years ago and haven't played since will get less of a weight I don't know ex- like like a pers- like a point of it like so let's just say um like, just say for argument's sake just for just for mathematics and for ease of mathematics so let's say I played something in how long have I been in the 10 years it's 2023 so say in 2013 Let's just say I give every play a 1 for everything that it does and, like, add, you know, point thirteen to it and, like, kind of weigh, add them up that way. So anything gets played more recently would be more. I mean, it's kind of lame on the for all time thing, but I'm also struggling with, you know, having really super old songs in the countdown, but I actually don't mind having super old you know, songs and band. I mean, it's kind of like upsetting, like in the sense that like some of these bands aren't even together. And like, that's not really a problem per se, because like that doesn't super much matter. I mean, like we can play old bands. I mean, we we play old bands all the time. Um, This is what happens when I'm very groggy and I'm just sort of thinking out loud and running ideas by the crew here. And uh, by crew, I mean, me, Um, but yeah, so maybe I'll do something like that. I really haven't, haven't decided, but it might be, it might be. It might make for a better show. So maybe next year I'll just kind of do that. Uh, I don't have to worry about that with Song of the Year, which is coming up at. Uh, let's see, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So one, two, three, four. That'll be January fourth. Will be the um, the the song the the twenty twenty three songs of the box. So that'll be your best song of the year. I really have no idea what it's going to be this year. Not a, not a clue. Uh, my guess, if I had to guess, would probably be like maybe in the Pathmaker camp, but I, I'm not sure, um, just because I play a lot of one of their songs. So it's something like that, but we'll, we'll work that out. So anyway, so that was that. Uh, I didn't check the schedule last week, which is why I wasn't broadcasting. Uh, I don't even understand how that goes. It was nothing but... Uh, Nothing but organized chaos. If you want to check out the full interview, of Bacon is my uh, podcast. I did a full interview with our very own Annie Stoic, who is currently on tour still with TSO. She's out on the West Coast, but she did a uh, remote in with Beef. Uh, that's going to be that. That's already out, so so, so uh, check that out. Uh, discussions and drinks from yesterday: is the psychology of uh, recording vocals. I'm going to give that a listen as soon as I get a moment. I want to see what they have to say on that, because it's something I do. It's something I'm actually going in to do again very soon, uh, like within the next two weeks on a project that I'm working in. So I kind of, if they have any tips, I might as well figure out what they So anyway, so it was cold. That's what I was going to say. I went out walking. Uh, I walked to the park, which is about a five-minute, four-minute walk from my house. And By the time I got to the middle of the park, it started snowing on me. There was a big black cloud, not... No racism implied. There's a big cloud above me, and uh, it just started just dumping snow. And I was like, I am so underdressed for this. But I will say, I did grab a scarf, which is very unlike me. Um, I never used to wear scarves because, as a, I guess, um, trying to be cool person as a younger person, I thought scarves were not cool. And maybe they are, and maybe they're not. But I will tell you, once I started singing. <laughs> Scarves were like, yeah, man, mandatory. I mean, I'm not talking, like, Scott Weil and, like, frou-frou scarves or, like, you know, pulling scarves out of a hat. I'm talking about, like, an actual wool scarf to keep your neck warm. Um, I don't honestly know the logic of it. I just know that, like, it's a good idea to do that. There's something about me not having tonsils that, like, makes a good idea to keep my neck warm. I don't know the details behind that either. I'm probably just making that up because I should start posting, like, my degree up here, like, it's not a doctor, but, you know, I do have a degree. Anyway, it's not medicine. Uh, but anyway, so I was very grateful because I kept walking. I decided to walk out to... Uh, the dog run The West Hills Park dog run Which is just It's like a 30 minute walk From my ass So it's a nice walk Through a quiet neighborhood But I was so grateful For the scarf Because not only was I Not wearing it around my neck anymore I actually had wrapped it Around my face Like I was on Tatooine In Star Wars And it was actually fun. Like my nose was definitely Like like freezing cold And I was like And freezing is applicable Because you know It was below 32 degrees A.K.A. freezing And uh, it was just super cold. But it was funny because I decided to walk back because I have to go up, like, Sleepy Hollow Road, um, which is, like, there's no shoulder at all. So, like, you're constantly watching cars and, like, basically diving into the woods to not get hit by them because, you know, how cool drivers are when they're not on their phones like they're supposed to be. So I decided to walk back through the woods, and I realized that all the leaves had fallen down, and I couldn't really see the path anymore. I could kind of make out the road, and I was like, this is so the wrong day to be lost in the woods, where I'm freezing cold, and basically all I've got is a scarf to save my life. And I was like, this is how it's going to end. But then I realized I had my phone on me, so like, at least the government knew where I was. And it's not because of the COVID vaccine. Like, that's not it. I carry my own ship with me, voluntarily and willingly, just like most Americans. Except my daughter, of course, when I'm trying to reach her for something important then that phone is nowhere to be found. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so, yeah, so it was cold. Uh, I was going to say something about that, but I do dig walking. I do like walking in the cold. My chiropractor actually yelled at me yesterday uh, for being out in the cold. He's like, it's too cold. And I'm like, no, it's not. He's like, what's the temperature outside? I'm like, it's 32 degrees. He's like, what's the human body temperature? I'm like, well, currently it's 32 degrees. That's <laughs> you No, know, that's only true of, like, cold-blooded animals, like, lizards and turtles, of which I am not. (laughs) So, (laughs) I wanted to tell this story about Tony. Uh, And Tony listens sometimes, so I feel like he'll appreciate this. (laughs) But it was just, I don't know, I don't necessarily know how band personas form. I mean, the four of us in Rebel Nine really just are the four of us in Rebel Nine, like for better or for worse. Like we are the way we are, but like there's just characteristics of each one of us that are just kind of caricatures of ourselves. And for whatever for whatever reason, whatever like spe- especially when Nadal says something, uh, Tony just always like accuses him of being gay. <laughs> Which I'm not, you know, I'm not here to shame. Like he may be, he might be gay. I have no idea. I don't, I don't know what he does all day. I really don't. Uh, but it's it's just it's just a constant battle between those two of, you know, like, oh, constantly with the gay, like, whatever. And, uh, but Tony was talking about his man cave the other day, and we just all just started laughing. Because, like, honestly, like, I know lots of people have man caves, and they're super proud of them, but, like, I can't think of, and I'm using gay in the most non-sexual Tom Segura way, um... That I possibly can But it's just To have a man cave Just sounds so silly (laughs) Like It just It just does And then It immediately went from there Into going sexually gay Like uh, You know Accusing Tony of being gay Uh, You know And we asked like How many men he had In his man cave Because he, he We figured he misunderstood What the concept of a man cave is And that's where he keeps his men And we decided that Tony Actually misspoke doesn't have a man cave he has a man cage where he keeps men in for for sex <laughs> and i don't think that's true i've been to tony's house i mean i've never been all around like i haven't looked all around uh, you know because i don't think margo would allow that but uh you know each his own like i mean hopefully they're all willing consensual adults. <laughs> it's it was so much funnier in my head the other day. <laughs> I, kidding, I just can't figure out, like, I can't figure out how to convey how funny that is when you're not hearing it in the context of, like, "Hey, man, let's rehearse as you run real fast." <laughs> like, it's just, it's just a whole, it's just a whole other animal, just a whole other animal. So, I don't know. But that's 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 Rebel Nine News for right now. <laughs> it's just, I don't even know what else to do with it. But yeah, that's Revel Nine News. Um, the other thing, so. It's funny, I don't, I don't, look, I don't, I rarely am on, uh, you know, social media anymore. I've really just kind of tried to just not be, I'm just happier for it. Um, You know, I'm just calmer and, like, doesn't take up time and stuff. Like, I still like my my Instagram feeds and stuff because it doesn't really activate anything. But, like, you know, sometimes it does. And I really just try and, like... Avoid all that, so it's just easier to just avoid all that. But for some reason, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've had an uptick on posting stuff on Facebook, and it feels like a compulsion more. It's like I'm trying to just not do the politics anymore, but I just can't help it. Like, sometimes it just is just so. It's like a a knee-jerk reaction. Like, if I'm not thinking about it, I'll just do it. And I had actually posted the other day or yesterday or whatever uh, saying that AOC really says the dumbest stuff sometimes. And, you know, I believe that to be true. I've seen her say really dumb stuff. uh, And, you know, she's a congressman. She's not a congressperson. She's not like, you know, a Nobel laureate for, you know... Science or whatever. She's not. She's not a genius. She's just, you know, a working class. I think she does a lot of good stuff for the people, for, the, her, for her constituents. I mean, seriously, if you want to compare. AOC with George Santos, I mean, like, come on, she's she's really the real deal. But it doesn't mean she doesn't say stupid stuff sometimes. And it's not that she's the only congressperson that does. I mean, the Mike Johnson thing that really just blew me away recently when he was talking about why he's got such an anti-abortion stance, he was like, well, you know, you talk about the economy and stuff and think about, like, how many jobs and workers we can infuse into that economy to do these jobs if we just outlaw abortion. Like, that's his thing. Like, he... He, like, he actually said that. It was like, let's ban abortion so we have more people to work in this country. Not to mention he's from Louisiana, just a state over from the biggest immigration crisis this country has seen since the Irish came here. I mean, and nobody likes the Irish. I'm kidding. Irish are fine. Okay. Those Italians, Jesus Christ, right? <laughs> You know, so if you really wanted to infuse people in the workforce, maybe not, you know, take over a woman's right to choose and just, like, you know, have some migrants come in, fill out some paperwork, and they can go work at Walmart, which has been my take the entire time. And it's also my take in New York City, which is actually what my beef with AOC was, right? So they're talking about this migrant crisis in New York City, and that's kind of what it is. And we really shouldn't be allowing migrants just to come in. Like, most people that are in New York City statistically, or at least the last thing I had heard on NPR, I think, or t- maybe it was 1010 wins. Most of the most of the migrants that are here that come up from Texas are single adult males, or not, sing, not necessarily single. They're solo. They're alone. They're not with their family. Adult males, and they're here looking for work, right? That's what a migrant technically is. Those are people that migrate across borders, and they do it, like, in state, but when it's international, they, they migrate over for work, right? It's not uncommon. Like, birds migrate, butterflies migrate, that kind of thing. They migrate where work is, right? So, these are migrants that are looking for work, that is not an asylum, That—that that is not an acceptable asylum reason in this country, now again, I don't make immigration policy, not yet, but I don't currently make it, so like, asylum is really like, when you need like, you need to seek asylum, you need to seek a safe place to exist, not because you can't find work not because of all that stuff, but like because you're pol- like politically persecuted is a big one. Um, civil war is a big one. Like you'll see a lot of asylum seekers. Like when things went south in Ukraine, right? Like we got a lot of that when, uh, like in in Rwanda during that stuff, during Yugoslavia. Like when Yugoslavia was falling apart, like there was a lot of asylum seekers cause trying to get away. Like that's going on, like in Syria, Iraq. There were a lot of refugees and stuff. Like those were asylum seekers, and they were like. Yeah, You have, like, Christian minorities in a Muslim country. You see that a lot, too. And in Central America, you see a lot of the gang stuff and the cartel stuff. Like, people are, like, in danger for their lives or their families in danger for their lives. That is grounds for a, an application for asylum. It's not necessarily because, like, dude, I can't find a job. That's a whole other thing, and I feel like could be very easily handled. I've said it a dozen-plus thousand times. Like, if that's really the issue, then I think... Big Agra, which is the biggest employer of of migrant workers, but Big Agra, Walmart, and Amazon should just go down and have like a college fair level sort of thing in McAllen, Texas, and just be like, "Here's we're having a job fair, basically, so... Just, like, come here, fill out this paperwork, we'll get you a temporary visa, you go to work for us in Arizona, Montana, Louisiana, whatever. But at least they have some sort of sponsorship. That would end the migrant thing, or deal with the migrant thing. And then we can get back to the, the dealing with asylum seekers. Because asylum seekers, like I said, is really a whole other thing. Like, I appreciate that people, if economic... Hardship is a bitch, like it really is. But I grew up super poor too, so like I understand that it's just not always about somebody else solving your problems. But when you are in danger for your life, when you fear for your physical safety then asylum is appropriate. And we should have nothing but asylums, like real asylum seekers here in New York City. Uh, And and honestly, we shouldn't even have them. Like, they're crossing the southern borders. The fact that Texas is shipping them up here, I still consider to be human trafficking. But again, that's not... That's not on me. But New York City has consistently said we are being overrun and we do not have the resources to to pay for these things. Uh, and and despite the fact that they're using it much like everybody used, like inflation is a boogeyman, they're using the migrant crisis as a boogeyman. Like New York City does not have the tax base to to pay for everything it's trying to pay for, right? That's... Anybody that lives on a budget knows how that works. So what they're doing is they're trying to scapegoat the migrant crisis and say, we have too many migrants, so we have to cut the school budget by 30%. It's a bullshit thing, but it's not completely bullshit because... Part of it is actually true. If we had some of that billion dollars back, we could fund some of these other things. But so what AOC was doing was she was critiquing the the uh, the Adams administration and saying that, you know, this is ridiculous. You know, get your house in order. You should be able to do these things. These budget cuts are bullshit. Now, what <laughs> the problem is, is that the like, it might not be the only thing, but a big chunk of the squeeze on New York City right now are all the migrants that are here. Their, you know, the projections for what it's going to cost and the resources in manpower of people trying to do these jobs to get them all you know, squared away is a tremendous amount of time and resources and money. And what, what AOC needs to be doing as a member of Congress is comprehensive immigration reform or at least some sort of decompression strategies for the city. The city is asked for help constantly. Adams has gone to court to try and pause or stay or repeal the right to shelter law. The right to shelter law is a wonderful thing in New York city, but if it's being overrun, it's being overrun. You can't just say like, okay, everybody gets a free slice of pizza because once you run out of pizza, it's really hard to give everybody a free slice of pizza. And that's what's happening. Right. And you get people like the ACLU, which I'm a card carrying member that are suing the Adams administration because it's the wrong thing to do, but like to, to, to cancel the right to shelter law. But again, you just don't have any place to put people. Like, I don't understand why people don't understand that. We don't have the means to support this. What would you like us to do? And, like, I I just... I feel that before somebody like AOC or any member of Congress critiques anything that's going on in New York City, they should at least attempt to do their job that's in their purview. New York City has zero control over the southern border. I don't know what you know about maps, but New York is like way up here. Actually, this is reverse. New York is way over here, and the southern border is like way down here. New York, southern border. We have zero say in what goes on down there. Besides, most southern states are controlled by Republican governors who clearly aren't doing a very good job anyway. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having that problem. The only thing they did right was actually send them to you know to San Francisco and New York City to make it a national issue because now people like me are actually giving shit. And I'll give them credit where credit is due. That was a good marketing move. So they've, they've accomplished that. But they've accomplished very little else. But still, they're sending migrants to the most expensive places in the in the states to kind of acclimate. Like I think this would be better in the Badlands of Texas, where it costs I don't know a dollar to feed a family for a month, as opposed to a dollar per minute to house a migrant in New York City hotels and I feel like Congress really should do something about that and before they start critiquing the budgets of the big cities that are struggling and asking for help they need to get their own house in order first and that was my comment and that's all I said about her saying something AOC saying something stupid and the point of that now it's getting too late but the point of that is the amount of shit I caught from the left was just bananas and it wasn't even accurate like the stuff I was getting thrown at the stuff that was getting thrown at me wasn't even accurate It wasn't anything that I said just the left just trying to get their point across, saying what they want to say and justifying what they're thinking. It's the exact same shit that the right pulls and it's so annoying when it's on either side. But like, you know, people are always like, uh, you know, left versus right, left versus right. Fucking knock it off. Stop it. There, we, there's way more of us in the center than there are left and right. It just seems like the extreme left and right are the loudest and dumbest people that we can possibly put up because they don't have the wherewithal to just shut up about stuff or just have some, some sort of common sense. If you're arguing with me because your team is being offended, then go watch football because you know what I give a shit less about? I, I don't give a shit I could not give it less of a shit about the Steelers and the Cowboys and the Islanders and the Rangers and the Mets and the Yankees I just don't care it doesn't affect my life at all the only time I'll really step in is like the women's national soccer team against basically anybody on earth because at least that's exciting and there's also a chance that we'll win and that's cool but all these other things like stop picking a team Stop picking a political team. That's not how politics and discourse work. If you are that person and you are on a team and fighting for that team, regardless of what's being said, you are the problem. Left, right, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's easy enough to just take an issue and take a person and decide whether or not what they're doing or what that policy is doing is right or wrong. You can have an ideological argument all day long. It should not matter what party they're from. Have the argument, have the discussion, but stop picking a side first. That is the problem here, and if you're doing that, you're the problem, and we really just don't need you to keep doing it. And I personally would appreciate it if you stopped. I've talked way too long speaking of things that people would appreciate if they stopped. So I will end that. Uh, I'll end the top 20 now. We'll get on with Hard Rock Lunchbox. I'll try and wake up a little bit because I'm still obviously not paying attention at all. Ah, uh, and here's some music, I'm thinking, you know, some Paramore.